0: This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a preschooler.
1: And I'm Teresa, a working mom with a toddler.
0: This is a show about life after giving life. We all need a place to vent, so don't listen with your kids because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we talk you, me, and the baby makes relationship strains, and we talk with comedian, singer, songwriter, Shayna Firm.
2: Down. Woo. Woo! I thought
0: I I thought I thought go down. Woo I thought I I thought I, w we're not trying to harmonize. Yeah, we should try, we should be trying
1: to harmonize. We should
0: be working harder yeah. on everybody's favorite part, of the, part show. of the show.
1: The most important part of the show. <sighs> How are you, Teresa? I'm good. How are you doing?
0: Eh. I'm all right. We're we're dealing with sort of a new. Okay, so we're two and a half, three weeks into preschool, Mm -hmm. pre K.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. The Catherine Bell has shifted from. Three days a week to five days a week. Mm -hmm. A lot of new demands on the pre-K. Sorry, when
1: you say pre-K, does that mean next year she's going to kindergarten? That means
0: next year she's going to kindergarten. This is the big push that, like, everybody in the country is like, kids need to go to pre-K. They'll all go to college if they go to pre-K. Okay. And I enjoy five days a week being pregnant. Yeah. And it will help tremendously when there's a baby around. Yeah. Selfish. Anyway, good for her socially. Anyway, so we're leaving the school the other day. I go to pick her up. We're leaving school. And she says, you know, what day is tomorrow? And I say, what's, well, you know, Thursday? But what day is it? And I said, "What's well, a school day. We're coming back to school. How exciting. I can't wait to find out what we're going to do tomorrow. <laughs> and there's this, like, pause. And we're, like, literally just walking to the car. Mm-hmm. And she goes, do you mean there's no more stay-at-home days? And I was like... Well, this Saturday and Sunday, I mean, it's like weekends, but we're in school every day. And she just starts totally crying. Oh. Like, she's really upset. And she's like, but what about stay-at-home days? Which is what we used to call the days between school days. Ah, my heart was just like ripping, and ha- I mean, we had talked about this. Right. We, talked, he, about we talked about this. <laughs> 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 I made a flow chart. There were T-shirts made. We acted it out. I don't know how much more we could have prepared, you four-year-old, uh, for this. But so she's so she's really crying. I'm like, oh, you know, baby girl. You know, we we talked through it and stuff. But I was just so like. Two things happened. One, I felt like shit. Yeah, so good. I mean, like I even went through the process of maybe maybe I should be picking maybe her up early, not, and maybe yeah. she's not. Maybe I should maybe we should be doing three yeah. days a week, or fuck it, yeah. fuck it, homeschool. I'm gonna homeschool. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Um, and then the second wave was okay, Elizabeth. You, your daughter tells you she understands something or seems to be getting the concept of things that are happening that you guys talk about, but maybe not. You know, like simultaneously, we took her to the new house this weekend as well. That it was it's empty. It was like finally a good time to take her over there to kind of run around. Plus, it had central air and we don't. And uh, <laughs> she walked in and she was. And even though we've talked about the fact that we've bought the house, we're going to be moving in the whole nine yards. And she's like, "Yay! Very excited." She walks into the house and she says, "Do you mean this is our house?" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, we bought it." And she's like, "Whoa!" She's like, all excited, mm-hmm. like it's crazy. But again, I
1: as I, though it was news. As if as, as if it was, it was big yeah. news, and yeah. I was just
0: like, "Ah!" And then for the triple, the triple <laughs> whammy, like last night. She started, or yesterday, she started this thing of, I want you to stay, I want you to stay with me while I, you know, when she goes from room to room. I want you to stay with me. And then as I'm putting her to bed, she starts to talk about, I don't want you to die. And, you know, what happens when, we've talked about what happens when we die before. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I kind of hone in on is, you know, that in our family, uh, we just keep talking to Family members after they're dead for a year. I mean, we'll talk to anybody, but I mean, I, you know, my mother walking around the house talking to her mother, you know, yeah. I, I mean, we just, that's part of our therapy. We enjoy, we enjoy talking to people. They don't talk back. Uh, but uh, it's that's a way cool. for us to stay connected. Uh-huh. And so we're kind of talking about that a little bit, but she, I mean, she, it just like, I really, she just like looked up and she was like, I really don't want you to go anywhere. And just, she's like, I think I'm getting really sad about this. And she starts to tear up. And I'm like, like so much is finally kind of coming to the surface for her. I Mm -hmm. think with the anxiety that she's been going through, if you hadn't heard a previous episode, she'd been complaining of stomach aches. And we finally connected the fact that we are moving, having a baby and she was starting five days a week might Mm -hmm. have something Mm -hmm. to do with the anxiety, (laughs) but now it's turned into this like bubbling surface. I picked her up from school yesterday and I, You know, she was playing and I always give her the choice. You can come with me to sign out or you can continue to play and I'll come back after I sign you out. You go sign me out. So I go sign her out. I come back with her backpack and she looks up and she's like, I wanted to get it. And I swear to God... She threw herself down onto the ground and started like throwing like sand. I mean, it was like a full one year old tantrum. Yeah. And she never had tantrums as a kid. She's never, ever thrown herself to the floor and beaten the floor and screamed. Mm-hmm. And there she was doing it in the sandbox. Mm-hmm. And I was just like,
1: whoa. You know? so, yeah. so like
0: something's, so that's where we are.
1: um, I feel like actually hearing you say all of it, it. I feel like it's like exactly what she should be doing. Yeah, I should probably. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like these are all actually major things. Yeah, I mean, moving is huge. It's good that she's like, you know, that you took her over, and it's like really hitting her, and she's like thinking about this, and you know, it's good that it's hitting her that the transition is happening with five days a week and that yeah. maybe that's, you know, that maybe that is upsetting, but she's processing it. And, and even, like, the talking about death stuff, like, all of this oh, yeah. stuff just seems like, like, it seems, like, maybe really <laughs> painful to, like, be the parent watching all of this happen because no, you wanna like it's always you wanna protect her from like every single one of the things that you just talked about. Yes. You know, like I want to start lying to
0: her. Right. What I want right. to do. Totally. I want to lie to her
1: about Everything. Right.
0: I will never die. I will always be there. I will we don't ever have to go to
1: school again. You know? Right. We we will co sleep until you're fifteen. Like. I just think it's so fucking funny that you're like, but I mean we talked about it. I know with I a four year old. Like we talked about this <laughs> and yet she's still What? Do you You have to do more than you have to do more than being irrational
0: with a th- four-year-old. That's all it-, it worked when she was two. Yeah, no, <laughs> so and she couldn't funny. speak. I
1: know. I know. I'm a total idiot.
0: No, uh, no, no. No, I, just I think do, it's, it's,
1: it's. I just think classic. it's awesome. Yeah, because well, because the, the talking about it is the only part that's in your control to like do in advance. <laughs> you know, like you, that's the best you can do, and I know. it's totally still worth doing. But right. it just it doesn't like with Simon. You know, we've been talking about how Baby Oscar is gonna right. have a bed, his own. Own bed in Simon's room, so it's right. gonna be the boys' room together. And we've been talking about this, and you know Simon's all into it. And then, like, well, sure enough, we build the crib that we put the crib together. It's in the room, and Simon's like, "That's that's my blanket. That that I want. That that's baby Oscar's crib. I want to get in the crib. Right. Like, and it just starts, and he's staring at it, like, what the fuck is happening? How like, I why is there? that in yeah. here, and what? It's not for me, but it's in my room. And like, why does it have one of my stuffed animals in it? (laughs) You know, know, like, and it's like, it doesn't, but I mean, obviously he's two, Katie Bell's four. They're totally different stages, but it's the same thing where it's like, we've been talking about this for months and it's like, he's totally just like, okay, great. And then all of a sudden there it is. And he's like, that's not for me.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. And I I do worry about that because, again, we've been talking about the new baby and she's like, of course, you know, he can have this of mine and this of mine and this of mine. And in a moment that's going to be total. It's not going to be any of that. Speaking of being unprepared (laughs) uh, or thinking that you're prepared and Mm -hmm. then discovering that maybe you aren't prepared. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about how uh, bringing baby home can potentially put a great deal of strain on your relationship, and we will offer no solutions. (laughs) You're welcome.
1: Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about
0: you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you.
1: Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice.
0: Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely,
1: and exceedingly
0: extraordinary.
1: Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise.
0: Teresa, yes as far as I understand it <laughs> babies fix all relationship issues they do they are they do. the great marriage band-aid yep the end yeah the end Let's get ready for our genius and fail <laughs> moments um, So it was that how did was that
1: true for you guys? Oh my god. No. <laughs> 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 oh, um. No. I mean, we. I think like the. Yeah. We. That was. Was it the opposite? Was everything going opposite. really well, yeah. and then yeah. you had
0: the baby and it fell to shit? Yes. As absolutely. opposed to what millions of Americans do, where everything is falling to shit, and then they have a baby to try and fix it. To try it? and fix it.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Everything was great. Then we had a baby. <laughs> And everything, like, Simon, yeah, Simon <laughs> ruined everything. No, Simon's an angel. Oh, no, it's not, Simon's um, fault. Yeah. It's fault. it's Jesse's fault. It's <laughs> Jesse's fault, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we that was definitely like the heart. I mean, Jesse and I have been together for a really long time, we've been together since high school, and yeah. the first, the first, like six to nine months to twelve months of Simon's life were definitely the roughest patch we have ever gone through. Well, what did you guys go through? And so hopefully like... will be the, the roughest patch <laughs> ever. <laughs> so
0: so why don't you start by by telling me like what so what made that rough? Like what, what caused roughness and and then Are we gonna go through this all over again?
1: Yeah, you know. I
0: guess that's kind of. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's just there's there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of it that I think is just complicated relationship dynamics. Yeah. But one thing that I figured out around, like, I'm embarrassed to say that it was like Simon was like eight months old by the time I figured this out. Yeah. um, I figured out that, like, a huge source of the strain in our relationship, in Jesse and my relationship, was that we both felt totally unappreciated. Like, Mm. we, we each felt like we were the one doing so much work. Like, we were the only one doing everything. Right. And that the other person was not acknowledging that. Ah. And um and I like once I started like figuring out figuring that out I started to notice that that's like a very common theme for a yeah. lot of new parents um because all of a sudden there's just a lot more to do and there aren't more people to do it <laughs> right <laughs> it's the same number right. of people as before wait a second you had a baby baby's yeah. not helping out yet <laughs> right baby can't do laundry <laughs> right right so and I think because Jesse and I you know run a business together yeah. that made it like a little bit more like the stakes were a little bit higher and and like we were sharing all the responsibilities so right. like it wasn't like we each had our own jobs which i think that might actually be harder in a different way but like we were sharing the work lo- we were sharing the work workload and right. we were sharing the baby workload and we both felt like we were taking on way more than we could handle and that the other person was like totally not No one gave a shit. Yeah. Right. I was I was thinking about this because you know, like recently, we've been saying like, "Oh God, are we gonna have the same problems again?" Like, well,
0: first, let me just say congratulations for even acknowledging that you guys. It's for even having a conversation. Oh my God, are we going to have the same problems? Oh again? yeah, that's that's really actually very healthy <laughs> versus what you know versus me who's just, just like, like cr- fear, your fear, 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 and- fear and then explode on stuff and every once in a while being like what do you mean you're not going to be home tonight is this what it's going to be like for the rest of the you know so like uh, I'm making a note on my phone talk about it in advance uh, so okay so
1: you guys say to each other is it going to be like this for yeah. the next time yeah like we've said like do you think we're going to have the same problem? that we did and we go like and we go like i hope not like i don't think so we both we both kind of look at each other like i hope i don't think we'll do that again cuz like thing is we're in such a good place right now like everything is really great but it's like you know it's like that feeling of like we don't really know what's coming. I mean, we, this time we know more about you know what's more, coming. But it is bullshit when people say, eh,
0: you already had one. I,
1: it I, is bullshit. I'm no it's longer going be to different. buy that. Yeah, right? it's going to uh, yeah. be totally different. And it's going to
0: be... It's not going to take away the sleep deprivation. It's not no. going to take away the physical strain. It's not going to take away the emotional strain. No matter how like well-adjusted you've become emotionally to being yeah. a mom and a, somebody working and w- all the different yeah. you know, aspects of your life that you finally sorted out... Plus the extra
1: emotional strain of, like, thinking about your other child. Other child, right? How do you make sure that,
0: you know, child still feels included and doesn't try and murder the second child in their (laughs) sleep, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So, and and so, so, yeah, we're both, I think we're both kind of, like, think- think we're better prepared. <laughs> we think we're better prepared to just not hate each other for six months. <laughs> I know. But then, like, I have been doing some thinking of, like, okay, is there anything that, like, I really... I'm I'm trying to think, because also, your brain is so like, fried, fried. I'm trying to think back to, like, what were the things that, like, really got me? Like, is there anything uh, yeah. that, like, we can talk about now when things are really good that right. would that will like put us in a better place yeah. when things are a little bit more intense and we're sleep deprived and you know whatever <laughs> right. um and one of those things is this issue of like both of us feeling like we're doing too much and we're uh, and we're not being appreciated by the other partner and like so i had this moment the other day um where Jesse came home from work and I was already home and had like come home a little earlier and took care of the dogs and, you know, right. got Simon home from daycare and was, had fed Simon and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty pregnant. I'm pretty like, Big yeah. and I'm dealing with that right, right. now too. You yeah, know? It's, so it's a little, it's a little of, a, of an extra strain. I'm, I'm feeling fine, but like there it's is still that added, tiring. yeah, it's tired. Your body's still not at hundred percent. Exactly, yeah. And he, so he comes home from this like massive day at work, and he's like, and he's sitting down, and he's like sitting at the table with Simon. And I'm like doing something in the kitchen. I'm like, so how are you? And he's, and he goes, tired, like that. <laughs> and I was like, my. In my brain, okay, <laughs> in my brain, I went, oh, you're tired? <laughs> you're tired. Of course you're tired. A little violin. Yeah. Little yeah. yeah. Brr, brr, of brr, course brr, brr. you're tired, you know? And <laughs> and I totally was doing that. Yeah. I was doing that, like, competition in my head of, like, who is more tired? Who's more tired? What have you been doing? <laughs> like, what have you been doing compared to all the things yeah, I've been right, doing? Right, right, right. And then I totally and I've been doing it with a kid, right. and a kid inside me. Right. Yeah. My feet hurt. That's like, right. why am I standing? You're sitting. I'm working. You're That's right. You know, whatever. And I totally caught myself and was like, "This is that thing, okay?" Mm. Because he probably is tired. He has a hard job, and right. he was at work all day. He sure. probably is tired and and I asked how he felt and I'm his wife and he he's totally entitled to tell me that he's tired it is not it is not a um it, him telling me that he's tired is has nothing to do with me. Like, oh. it doesn't mean that I'm not doing as much as he's doing or that I'm not tired. Right. It's just the truth that he's, he's answering just answering the, the, question. the question. Right. Right? And it's just hilarious to do the, like, competition of who's more tired. Because when you think about yeah. it, you're both on the same team. You're both doing stuff for the family all fucking day long. You're, you're just you're doing both different losing stuff. the race. Yeah, <laughs> you're Together. both exhausted. Yeah, you're yeah. both exhausted. And so I, I totally had this like, like self reflection moment right, right then going like. Okay, like I'm getting, you know, we're preparing to have this baby and things are starting to build to this point of things getting crazy. Like, even though the baby's not here yet, the fact that I'm kind of at reduced capacity. Emotionally and responsive wise,
0: you're already starting to elevate. Right. Yeah. I that's already starting to go up.
1: Completely. Yeah. And so I'm like. I I totally had that moment of like, this is a moment. Like, this is a learning moment. And I swear (laughs) to God, I did this. I swear to God. And I was like, and then what did I do? I totally drank. No, I (laughs) didn't drink. I totally like talked to him about it. Like, five Ah. minutes later, I was like, I need to tell you that when you told me that you were tired. I got so competitive with you wow. and I was so mad that you got the chance to say first that you were tired because I'm tired too. And I totally took it personally that you said you were tired. And I was like <laughs> and I was like and at, like knowing that this baby is coming. Yeah. I am telling you right now that I am going to like do my best right. to not take it personally when you tell me that you're tired because I believe you that you're tired, and I know how much you're doing, and yes. I really appreciate what you're doing. And I also need you to appreciate all the things that I'm doing. Even if I don't ask you to, I need you to, like, yes. think of it and say it. That was a
0: big one for us. Yeah. It, it That became a big one for us where I felt that I was constantly being the supporter mm-hmm. and saying, you're doing a really good job. Yeah. I really appreciate what you're doing. And, you know, and, and, and he'd be like, you know— I, I I wouldn't get the cheer the rah rah rah. Yeah. I never got the rah rah yeah. rah back, or yeah. definitely not to the degree that I needed. And it was, and I I had to say I I can remember I, I have to say it sometimes every <laughs> like three to five months where it's like I need more. Yeah, you know? and I mean because I know that for Stefan and I, because I'm so like I'll do it. I'm independent. I've got it. I don't need I don't need love. You know. <laughs> Uh, that, he, that it's very easy for him to be like, well, you know you're doing a great job. You yeah. know what I mean? And so, like, I have to say, this is really hard for me to ask for, but I need the, like, super support. You know, yeah. like, I need to, like, it's what we say at the end of every show. Tell people they're doing a good job. And, like, even now, with him, what I know we're headed into with our second is him working way harder. His oh. his work has really taken off, which is oh. great. Yeah, I mean, that awesome. is living the dream. Yeah, but he's
1: just not. He's not going to be there. He's not the going to be way, there, yeah. even in the same
0: house. He's not going to be there, and I,
1: I don't want him to. Like, wait, I, his office is not going to be there. No, he's, he, he'll still. But he I mean, is going to be physically in the same house sometimes, but physically.
0: Be, uh, but travels about to ramp up oh, big okay. time after the baby after oh, the new really? year. I mean, oh, we're about man. to like really enter a different phase. Okay. In the marriage of his work increasing which is great which yeah. is what we've been working towards yeah and i want that for like the like you said the rational part of the rear brain the we're on the same team is like yeah. this is really great it's my best friend and this yeah. is like really working out for him and i'm yeah. so proud of him and then the competitive part's like but I am going to be all alone, yeah. I'm going to be doing this other work and, like, well, I'll get to do a theme park design. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, Then it becomes crazy. Uh-huh. Um, but I have been trying right now to try and be more vocal with him about, like, because we, we're rarely even connecting right now mm-hmm. because our schedules are so off. Mm-hmm. when I do see him to say, you're doing a really good job, and I really mm-hmm. appreciate I'm so proud of you for the work that you're doing, and mm-hmm. I'm so you know, and all this stuff is really good. And he's actually been doing a good job of being like, "Thank you for making a baby." You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I understand that it's hard, and that like physically, just thanks for carrying a baby inside you. Isn't
1: that like? It, it makes a difference. It's such a small thing, so small, but it is like totally different from that not being said.
0: It's like it's one minute. It takes totally. one minute to say it to the other person, and it makes such a big deal. And if you're too tired to get into a conversation about whatever, you don't have to ask them a question. Mm-mm. Just say, I just want you to know you're doing a good job. And I still feel like I like to add on the end, and I still find you hot as hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> just like an added bonus. Totally. You know, you still look good. Yeah. Like I still, like I still am madly in love with you. Yeah. Uh, despite not being able— To connect with you physically right now, the same way we would at other stages in our life. Yeah. So I think it's I think I think you're right. I think that that big key is the acknowledging the competition factor. Mm -hmm.
1: And and like making it go away because it's not an actual competition. It's not an actual competition. Everybody's working. You're way healthier
0: than me if you can make it totally go away (laughs) because I can. I, I know. I just I'm just wired. Yeah. That way, but. I do believe in acknowledging it. It's like, you know, therapy rule number one if you can walk away from therapy with one thing in your head, and mm-hmm. that is recognizing warning signs, mm-hmm. then great. Yeah. And so at least. Like, you had that moment of clarity of, I just, I'm doing it. I'm doing it, yeah. So it's just constantly keeping the communication open. And the communication doesn't have to be, A, we need to have a talk. No,
1: no. (laughs) In fact, when people are extra tired and stressed, it's kind of sometimes better not to have a talk. Like, that's kind of why I chose this moment with Jesse. Because I was like, well, frankly, you know, it was the end of the day and he was tired and I was tired too. But, like, I knew that generally, overall... Things are are mellow. Things are relaxed. This is the time to, like, talk about it. Six months from now is going to be the time to just be like, you're fucking awesome. You're doing great. And that's it.
0: Right. (laughs) Well, and it's kind of contagious when you start telling somebody that if after, like, a week they haven't told you back. Yeah. (laughs) Then yes that yeah, talk is deserved. Sure, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you can call it a talk. You also can call not it a competition fight. to see <laughs> who so can praise the other more as well. Right, exactly. So you know like it's yeah. the old lesson of am I being nice to this person because I want them to be nice back to me or yeah. does it actually bring me joy
1: to be nice oh, to Oh yeah, person? I have no problem with saying to Jesse like I just I need you to, like, yeah. tell me how awesome I am right now. Like, I have no problem with that. Right. It. Like, it, it, ideally, you're not saying that to your partner, like, every week. Like, <laughs> ideally, it's not necessary. But, like, occasionally, you know, if that's what's going on and that's going to make the difference for you, why not help the person out it? to give you what you need? I agree. <laughs> I think we're so fucked.
3: Hey, fucking baby, you smell. I've thrown up your grave.
1: Shade is the art of deserved public disrespect, and no one does it better than Brian and I on our podcast, Throwing Shade.
2: Every week, we take off our pants and tell the people who are the enemies of ladies and gays where they can shove it.
0: They can shove it up their butts.
2: That was implied.
0: Check out Throwing Shade on the Maximum Phone
1: Network.
2: I hate giving you compliments, but that was actually really good.
1: I know, I practiced like, real hard. Now you're bragging. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week as well as our failures and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485.
0: Well, now that we're feeling so smug about how emotionally mature we are and how prepared we are for the second child and our partner's relationships and needs, Mm -hmm. let's really feel great about ourselves with the genius moments. Okay. I mean, I just think we need to keep moving straight up. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, mom, are a genius. God, that's fucking genius. Last year, I did a bunch of volunteering stuff at the school that took, like, a ton of hours. It was really crazy, and I was like, there's no way I'm doing that this year Mm -hmm. when it was time to sign up. Mm -hmm. So this year, my genius moment, I still wanted to do something, because if you don't volunteer, you're just shelling out money. (laughs) Oh, right, yeah. So, uh... This year, I took over the parent emails for our classroom. So, like, if I get it, you know, every week I send out an email to all the parents saying, "This week it's about friendship" or whatever. And uh, it's way easier for me to do. It's easy. And yeah. it's also like I kind of, I'm kind of really, kinda good, good, really at good at emails. Yeah. Uh, they're always like, like, like funny and like and yeah, yeah. I got the jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I got the jokes. So like so two things are happening with this one. One, it's a very easy thing for me to do and uh-huh. volunteer, and two, I get to have feedback and praise from other people being like, "Your emails are really funny." Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I get my
0: ego stroked a little bit as well. Okay. Uh, so you know, double whammy.
1: Yeah. Uh, genius. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna make a mental note that that's the job I'm gonna that's sign a up really, for when my kid goes to preschool. Really good
0: job. <laughs> it's <is> very easy.
1: <laughs> Uh, so how about Jim? Oh um beat that. Yeah. I <laughs> well nobody's ever thought of this before <laughs> I baked cookies with Simon. That <laughs> actually it was it was a genius moment because I haven't like attempted any like cooking or baking with him yet because yeah. he's just too like all over the place and yeah. crazy and doesn't care. Yeah. Um, but I it was like I it was it was just I just felt like I think we could do this now. Yeah. Like something happened and we brought a stool up to the counter so he could stand up there and awesome. like participate and see how the ingredients mix together. Yeah. It was like the first time he figured out that like cookies like come from like batter doing stuff, and, like, yeah. coo- and baking them like they don't just come out of a box <laughs> <laughs> but it was really cool and he had a good time and he um you know he got to like ball up oh, yeah. the the dough and drop it on the thing and Yum. whatever it was, good. it was good that's good and double bonus <laughs> mama gets cookies i got cookies yeah. <laughs> and i played it off like we were doing it for jesse like, we're baking cookies for daddy. And then we told Jesse we baked cookies for were him. Were there any cookies left before Jesse got home? <laughs> yes. There All were. right, one cookie. Yes, yes. Good.
3: <laughs> I have a nine-month-old and an almost four-year-old. And really, this genius moment pertains more to the almost four-year-old. Um, so the genius thing is that I convinced him that I can see through walls Um, so when he wants to get something from upstairs and he's like mommy come with me I'm like no no you can go you can do it by yourself you're a big boy well will you watch me and I say yeah I can I'll watch you I can watch through the walls." And uh, just, you know, every few seconds as he's getting something, I say, oh, you're doing great. I can see you. And he's totally happy. And he goes and he does it by himself. And um, genius. I think he kind of knows now that I can't actually see through walls, but um, he prefers to keep the trade going. So I don't know if it's bad that I'm, like, lying to my child. Maybe it's an evil genius moment, but nonetheless, it works.
0: That's so so great! great. It's so good. I totally, you know, I approve of the line. Yeah, everyone's happy. Everybody's happy. No No one's getting hurt. Yeah. I mean, I like also to imagine that your kid is like, all right, you're watching, and you're like, "Mm mm-hmm, and then he's just on the other side of the wall giving you the finger dance. Yeah. You know. So good (laughs) good work, mom. Genius. Man, I feel even smugger. Uh Uh-huh. I need to be taken down a peg. Yeah, let's take you down a (laughs) notch.
1: Yeah. Fail. 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 Fail!
0: You suck. We were wrapping up dinner the other night, and we listened to music. We, like, the dining room table's next to the record player and the stereo, and so we always listen to stuff. Mm -hmm. For some reason, Catherine Bell will eat her hamburgers if she's listening to the Tangled soundtrack. Mm -hmm. I love eating hamburgers to music. I'm like, (laughs) I don't really care how you eat that hamburger. Um. (laughs) And then we wrapped that up, and Stefan wanted to play something from Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. And then I we started just going down this musical like path on Spotify of just putting mm-hmm. up songs. And then it really became about me and Stefan just putting on the next favorite musical song. Mm-hmm. So I pull out, I was like, oh, I'm going to do a chorus line because I'm going to do one of my favorite songs from a chorus line. And I put it on, and we're listening, and it is one of my favorite songs, and it is— tits and ass, and oh I God. totally just didn't think twice about, about it, but Stefan wasn't it. familiar with yeah. it, and so it's like, you know, you know, like the song's like, dance, 10 looks, three, and, yeah. you know, like all the stuff, and she's like, so I went out to buy tits and ass, and like it's just like over, and Stefan was like, wow, <laughs> and we're blaring it through the house, and he's just like, well, there's your fail for the week, yeah. I was like, all right, Re- yeah, all right, yeah, maybe... Maybe I could do at the ballet, as opposed to like, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to tits and ass. It just it did feel very harsh
1: all at once. Um, Isn't that like the title whatever? of the song? Yeah, too? yeah. I she just wasn't thinking, thinking twice about it. it. I mean,
0: she used to brush her teeth to like some of the songs from Book of Mormon, like the Hello. Yeah. My name is <laughs> like, whatever. Like yeah. So I guess I don't think
1: that. Much. Like it's musical, but it's It's art. Yeah.
0: She's growing. Anyway, that's all I got. That was my fail teaching my kid the finer things.
1: Uh, Simon's Simon's babysitter was like, uh, when I came home, she's like, "Yeah, we were playing with um, his his train set. We have like one of those like we have like some very used but like a very <laughs> large quantity of brio like oh, train yeah. tracks and little trains and stuff." And um, she's like, "Yeah, we were playing." I found some bugs in there. <laughs> oh, God. Just like, I, I dumped everything out outside and cleaned it all for you. Put it back. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I kind of like back to like maybe a couple weeks ago where I maybe saw like a bug. Right. And was like, eh, it's probably fine. <laughs> bug won't survive. Right. Just a bug, but actually it was like an infestation. So. That's. And they were just hanging out in his room. Barf. Gross.
2: So last week I spilled the dog pills and <laughs> thought I cleaned up all of them. Uh, some of them went under the cabinet and I thought I got them all out. Uh, mm. But this time my wife saw pink pill residue on the baby's mouth. And so I um, <laughs> figured I must horse. not have gotten one. And so I take the baby and I like take her to the bathroom to try and make her throw up. And as I'm <sighs> forcing no. my infant to throw up, <laughs> oh. my wife in her brilliance is of course, doing the, the same thing and calling Poison Control.
0: Right. Oh.
2: And so here I am with a crying, screaming baby doing this terrible thing to my <laughs> child. And my wife comes in and tells me not to do that because Poison Control said that that's not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> and the dose that she potentially got of the dog pill would be too low to do any damage. So all I ended up doing was desperately upsetting my poor my <sighs> child. Oh. Failure.
0: Oh, that's really bad. That is the worst. It's, uh, it's not even like the dog pill thing. That's the that's the fail yeah. really in this scenario. It is the like the like oh I'll make I'll, her throw up. I'll make her throw yeah. up. Which again I would have instinctually. I I, I would have probably gone that, that route, or I would have. I don't know what. I don't know what I would have done. Yeah, you know. And so like it's just that guilt feeling. Yeah. of like uh oh, that was maybe not necessary. Yeah. <laughs> oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry, that That that, really sucks That does suck (laughs) It's way worse than tits and
3: ass (laughs) I was stressed Which is rare Now I've got spit up sweet potato in my hand You've made a mess That you obviously can't clean What I'm about to say sounds mean, but eat your fucking food. Open up and swallow what I gave you, this ain't no fucking job. I steam pureed and froze the shit and I gave you, eat your fucking food. Apparently it's my job to make
0: you. Let's call for Pizza. <laughs> I'm hungry. Or better yet, let's call a mom. Great. Good. Good idea. Let's do it.
1: All right. Wait, it was your idea. It is. Okay. I like
0: I'm praising myself. Okay. <laughs> just to clarify. You know, just to clarify, I am in fact praising myself. All right. This week we are calling uh Shana Firm. She is a comedian, singer, songwriter, a mom of two. She writes some of the funniest songs about motherhood, as well as uh, before she had kids, she wrote some of the funniest songs about amazingly very dirty things, which are great. And she, when she moved out to Colorado from New York, she started a show called The Pump and Dump uh, as a place for moms to come and gather and let off a little steam. And we are so excited to have her on the show Welcome, Shayna. Hello. <laughs> I was like, did we lose her? Yay! I, I understand that you, where are you in your house? I'm hiding upstairs in my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Which we find makes for the best interviews. Yeah. Well, it's for my sake because I don't want to hear my kid crying. He's going through, like, this <laughs> crazy separation anxiety right now. And so I have a, a girlfriend over to watch him while I talk to you. Oh, nice. But... I don't want to hear him crying. I'd rather her diligence. <laughs>
0: <laughs> very smart. That's very smart. That's very genius. There's a, there's our yeah. that's an additional yeah. genius moment for the day. So we want to start off with what we ask everybody on the show, and that is, uh, who lives in your house? <laughs>
4: um, I do. <laughs> <laughs> My husband, I have a two-and-a-half-year-old um named Georgia and I have a son named Bo and he is fourteen months.
0: Oh my Oh gosh. wow.
4: Yeah. Lola so they Lola. are they're nineteen months apart.
0: Wow. Dang. You just um, did it. Yeah, you, you, went, for you it. went for it. You went for it.
4: I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, it was yeah, that's not something that I <laughs> <laughs> recommend to
0: anyone. I'm <laughs> trying to remember, did you move out to Colorado? You had your first child in New York. Uh, I did. Mm-hmm. And then you guys moved out to Colorado. Did you, were you in Colorado uh, pre-second baby or post-second <laughs> b- Or in the middle of second baby?
4: I found out I was pregnant Sunday and moved Thursday. So <laughs> I moved, was pregnant with number two, um, number one was just turning a year.
0: Oh my God.
4: So, yeah, I was, it, it still is quite the whirlwind, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah. And there's, so I, I also want to start off with, well, two things. One, knowing that you have two children that young and that close together, you are a classic example of somebody who, while I was struggling <laughs> with one child and trying to figure out, how to balance my life, I would see uh on Facebook and other social media outlets, you know, you going out and performing shows, writing new songs. And I can remember being so like combo jealous and judge at the same time of like, how is she doing that? Yeah. why does she does she have like a nanny? Like as a like how oh is this God. even possible? I do She's not some have sort a nanny. of super mom. <laughs> um <laughs> How did you, uh, how is
4: that, what were you doing? Oh, God, I'm a crazy person, I think, because I don't know, I honestly, like, I don't perform hardly as much as I ever did, but the show is, like, born of my children, so doing that and writing for the show and um, connecting with these other moms has been actually just, like food for me like let's talk
0: about let's do it let's talk about the show let's just let's start with pump and dump so pump and dump you created that once you got out to colorado and tell us a little bit we we i know we posted on our facebook page for people who are out there uh in that area but tell us take us through take us through the uh inception and um an execution yeah and what is it (laughs) The the conception and birth. Yeah, the the conception and birth, right.
4: (laughs) Um, You're a real baby. So I I was in the shower one day having like the two minutes to myself and I had been thinking about um, trying to do a show here just because I wanted to continue doing what I do and I was like, you know, this neighborhood that I moved into has kind of like a really intense like mommy listserv Hmm. that I'm a part of and so... I just kept thinking, like, God, everyone just needs a drink. Like, everyone (laughs) just needs to go out and, like, have a drink and chill out. Because, you know, parenting is hard enough. Like, you know. So I was, like, thinking that I would have a pretty good built-in audience. (laughs) Um, And it just was true that this kind of niche marketing for the show has been really successful because moms really do want to go out and drink. And so we, we make it much more about that than we do about, like, therapy. Like, some people are like, oh, well, now everyone can get together and really talk about all the craziness of parenting. But it's like, no, everyone can get together and, like, have a shot and then laugh <laughs> at comedy while we make fun of we're the jerks that they don't want to be. You know, like,
2: mm-hmm.
4: so um, that's kind of what the idea was. And then... Women just started coming and some dads come. And now we just kind of have this amazing group of people that all just really enjoy their one night a month at the pump and dump.
0: I really, I was recently talking to somebody about the show and I was like, oh, you know, and Chance doing the show, The Pump and Dump. And uh, I think it might have even been Stefan who was like, what does pump and dump mean? And I was like, you don't remember what pump and dump? Oh, I guess you never had to pump and dump, Stefan. But it's like, it's where you, you know, it's, it's, the, it's a expression for pumping your milk. If you're breastfeeding at just the right time so that you can have a drink. And, yeah. not... and apparently like some people say it works and some people say it doesn't. Oh, yeah. and so like, it's
4: really kind of a myth, but, the, that's kind of the idea of, you know, in the double entendres that we're here to like pump and dump, you know, right. like, let's just, let's get it all out. Let's, let's get that milk <laughs> on the
1: table. Yeah, it <laughs> definitely gets the point across. Yes. No, there's no clearly. mixed <laughs> message as to
0: what the show is going to be about, which is great. <laughs> so, so you have found that, have you found it so it definitely was filling a need for you in terms of performing. Was it also for, like have you found that it's filled a need for you like sort of emotionally as well? Because, you know, like having kids can be isolating and it really disorienting. And I I can't imagine having two so close together with a move, like moving away from your friend base uh, in New York, all the way out to Colorado. Has it, I mean, have you found there's more to it for you than just uh, having a chance to perform?
4: Yeah, I think that trying to grasp onto any semblance of, life outside of your kids is, you know, a challenge (laughs) and a need. And so I think that even just for me, getting to go, getting to do this one thing a month is like a relief. Um, I, I'm not gonna lie and say that life is good right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why? We lie twenty we lie on every show, Shana. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly and you guys
4: have been the inspiration for a lot of my music too because I listen to your podcast and um Actually wrote a song based on your conversation about like what's the biggest lie that you told yourself before <laughs> having a baby, <laughs>
2: um,
4: where I just kind of list all the multiple lies that you have told yourself. Um, but you know, I guess it it, it it stresses me out as much as it's still something for me mm. because of my just because of what my life is right now because I'm still like producing this show. But when I'm there I, and I see – this is going to sound really cheesy, but, like, I went to this um this book signing by the woman who does com, and mm-hmm. I'm not really into – I mean, I'm saying this to all your listeners, but I'm not really, like, into, like, self-help books or, like, mommy-help books or whatever. But, you know, she's a smart lady, and her editor was interested in us for a book, so we, we went to her signing. And when I walked in, and I'm a total asshole about everything, so I was just like, wow, God, it's just going to be a bunch of suburban moms. It's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> and I walk in, and it was. I mean, it was just, like, packed with, like, women's who, women who live in, like, really suburban areas. And I was just like, oh, this is terrible. And then the woman, um, Glennon, started speaking, and the very first thing that she said was, you are not alone. Yeah. And I turned to my friend, Tracy, who plays MC Duel on the show, And I just turned to her and my tears are streaming my face. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God, I'm just an asshole. But like, it's so hard. And if you can just have an opportunity to surround yourself at all with laughter about it, with, you know, with your podcast, with other moms who want to drink with you, (laughs) (laughs) um, with anything inappropriate, because it sucks to have to be appropriate so much, you know, that's kind of what. The show is doing for for me. I
0: think that's actually a really good uh, good line there. That to be inappropriate because I think there's this added pressure. Well, there's always been a pressure, I think, on women in general to be appropriate at all times, to mm-hmm. almost a point of you know risking your safety at times to be appropriate and polite and formal and all these things. And then as a mom, there's this increased mm-hmm. like sense of pressure that you know you do anything out of, you know, a perceived social norm of what is appropriate, you know, call child services or you're the worst mom in the world or like whatever. And so I think it's a really good line about having a place to go where you can be really inappropriate. It's, it's not so much about, it really, I don't think it really is about the drink and it really isn't about like us, for example, swearing on the show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's more yeah. about getting to be a little bit of, a little reckless, a little inappropriate, a little whatever. And it doesn't define who you are long-term, you know, it's just right. this chance to break free. And I, I think that clearly must tie into your songwriting because, you know, your songwriting, clearly, clearly <laughs> not appropriate. Not appropriate. <laughs> but it's a, and we're going to, again, people are going to be listening to it uh, a lot on the show today. And it's, there's, it's such an amazing combination of really good, Music, like really good music writing, really good, uh, just like from a purely music standpoint, combined with some of the filthiest lyrics (laughs) and inappropriate lyrics ever coming out of a sweet woman's mouth.
4: Well, the song I'm writing for this month, though, so, because I try to write a new song every month, is about baby boners. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. I know, I know, I know. I'm, so, I'm about to have a boy. I don't want to know about this at all. Yes, you, you know. have a boy oh,
4: coming, yes, and it way. is, like, the oh, most shocking thing that you all uh, have to deal with. I, I don't know. I could not my do instinct, this, guys. This happened to me a couple of weeks ago, and my instinct was, like, well, I have to touch it. Like, I have to see what's happening. And now I can't get that sense memory out of my head. Like, it is the most horrific thing that I can, like... It's, like, my memory is all about, like, what that felt like. And it is, like, the grossest, most disturbing. <laughs> so, yeah, inappropriate. But that's the thing. Like, every mom is, like, dealt with a baby boner. And, like, I wrote a song for last month called... um I don't want to die, but when I do, I want to come back as a dad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> because
4: fuck them. I mean, like, dads have it so, like, it's great to be a mom, but it is awesome to be a dad, you know? And, and so, you know, everyone can commiserate, even the dads. Like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the, that. Because it's hilarious, really, and there's nothing we can do about it. <laughs>
0: you know? That pretty much sums up uh, parenting. There's nothing you can really do about it. That's it. You're just in it. You're just boned. It's like you guys are about to give birth. Like, there's, don't you?
4: Don't you remember? Maybe you don't remember from your first birth, but like, I remember when I was going to have Beau. I was kind of like, well,
1: first time was horrible. <laughs> And here we go. <laughs> that, that is, is exact. I have had that exact thought process multiple times. Like, let's see. Like, trying to like figure out, can I do anything to like make and keep then keep yourself just, like, from breaking? No, and ha- yeah. it's just gonna suck.
4: With Bo, actually, because I expected it to be so shitty, yeah. it was just so much easier, and I was like, that was easy. <laughs> I should have five more. <laughs> So That's you know comforting. you just you just, it's it's, it's they're gonna come out, right. you know, they're and gonna they're gonna out. grow up and yeah. they're gonna fall down. <laughs> gotta come out. <laughs> and you're still gonna be up the one who gets up in the middle of the night. You know, like there's it's just whatever. Obviously, I'm in a really good
0: place. Well, you know, I will will say we've had a string of guests recently who have been incredibly insightful on a totally different level. I think it's been time for us to have a a guest who's totally like, yeah, fuck it. (laughs) Just fuck it. Like, I did it. Yeah. I did it, and it's done. <laughs> now I'm in it, yeah. so bug it. <laughs> uh, well, Shayna, thank you so much for joining us. This was really amazing, and and we'll continue to we'll link to the pump and dump, and we're gonna have again her songs on the show, and. Uh, we definitely have links to her original album, uh, Pre-Baby, which is equally delightful and dirty, uh, on iTunes. And uh, thank you so much, Shana. Yeah, thanks, Shana. Thank
1: you. I've, I'm
4: so honored to be a guest. I love your show. And you actually got me. I was listening to your show while I ran. Because, you know, if you, <laughs> when you run, no one can, like ask anything of you <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have, have been like a total respite for me
1: so thanks so much
0: well i feel like of all our guests i've we really you really deserve a you are doing a yes. great job shana you are totally
1: doing a great oh, job, <laughs> job.
0: <laughs> so hang That's in there so nice. All right, we'll talk to you later, Shayna. You should continue right. to hide Thanks in the bathroom so much, for five more minutes. Nobody has to know the interview's over. <laughs> I know, I hear him screaming.
4: It's <laughs> terrible.
0: <sighs> okay,
3: bye, guys. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. bye. Pushed a baby out of my vagina. Pushed a seven-pound baby out of my vagina. Pushed a person out of my vagina. I don't regret it, but I won't forget it. No, I won't forget it. That was fun. It was really fun. Yeah,
0: I've, I've known Shana forever, and, like, uh, we were friends pre-babies. Mm-hmm. And it's so, uh, like, she's just such a comfort. It's so nice to, like, mm-hmm. and she's so talented as well. So it's like getting to be friends with somebody on two totally, like, as a mom friend as well as a ooh, she totally does all this cool stuff, you, yeah. know? and so like it's it's just that was nice yeah nice it, was, to... it was
1: really fun talking to her, yeah, and... it was nice to hear all her honesty on so many levels yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, and <laughs> it really is it is more honesty, yeah, well,
0: while <laughs> speaking of honesty, I think we should have uh our mom rant of the week, yeah, I think so, good
3: hi. I'm calling with a mom rant. Um, I just finished teaching a guest lecture in a college class and I think it went really well. Um, And afterwards, you know, I was talking to the professor to find out if if there's anything I should do differently the next time or whatever. And he asked me if I was expecting. Um, And I had to tell him that I had actually already had a baby. (laughs) And in fact, my son is 15 months old. Um, So that was, And I think he felt a little awkward about it, but he didn't seem to feel as badly as I thought he should. Um, So it's a rant against him, but I'm also ranting about myself because he asked me how old my son was, and I lied (laughs) because I felt like I should not look like this and be asked about it if my son was 15 months old. So I said he was only 8 months old. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Anyways, I'm just very disappointed In him as a person and in me for not doing him a stink eye and telling him the truth. And mostly I'm disappointed in my stomach. Um, So that's all. Thanks for listening. Bye.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, Oh That. Okay. That is I, that is
0: talk about brutal honesty.
1: Yeah, and also you can lie. You can say whatever you want. You can want. lie, whatever. You can I just had that what, baby
0: two days ago yeah. and I came in here and fucking guest yeah. lectured you dick. Can,
1: you <laughs> can say whatever you want, but he's he is so clearly in the wrong. Yeah. What is that I even mean, about? Just don't I mean, how many times have we said on the show, just don't say anything. Keep like, your just, mouth shut. Yeah, just don't why would you? I mean, it's just shitty. And if he didn't if he didn't show it, I hope he felt deep inside. Yeah. like a like beyond awkwardness, like major shame. And like, I will never ask another woman that ever again. <laughs> That's I hope. so crazy. And you know what? You're don't relax
0: on your body. Your body's gonna sort itself out. You're when busy guest lecturing. You're fucking busy. What? Yeah, I was guest lecturing.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. And you have a 15 month old. Uh, yes, you're doing great. You are
0: doing great. You are. Uh so hang in there mom. Yeah. Well, what do we talk about what today? What the fuck did we talk about today? Uh, <laughs> so, speaking of dicks. <laughs> speaking of dicks. Second babies, first babies, any babies. <laughs> any changes in the dynamic of the family units clearly uh, is an, is a recipe for potential strife. Yes. And uh, there's nothing worse than realizing that six months in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So even if you're just in it for the first time, or if this is your second time around, I guess we should all follow Teresa's amazingly <laughs> sane, well-centered advice of acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to try and do that. Yeah, we'll see how it works oh, out. I, I'm also yeah. going to mock her six months yeah. from now and this is failing, but uh, it did sound really good all right. earlier in the show. Thanks. So let's just try to remember, I, I think the point really is actually just remembering It's not just telling other moms they're doing a good job. It's not just telling, you know, your friends. It really is telling your partner, whoever's in there with you helping out uh, that you're trying to do this with. Mm -hmm. uh, Tell them they're doing a good job. And it doesn't have to be a good job. Be more specific, maybe. Mm -hmm. Tell them you still think they're good looking, that you love them. And one day Mm -hmm. maybe you'll, like, want to totally make out and have hot passionate sex Mm -hmm. again. Or maybe just thank you for working so hard at your job. Mm -hmm. Or, you know— if you're listening and, you know, your wife, the mother of your child, add an extra five minutes of praise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it can be as small as saying something nice or as small as a nice action. You know, it, it just, it's the little things. It really does help. Mm-hmm. So try not to forget it. I'm not ever going to be able to forget Shanna talking about baby boners. Mm-hmm. So now I'm scarred for life. Try not to feel like shit for being a mom try to laugh more at yourself and each other maybe not openly in public and uh, Teresa you are doing a really good job thank you so are you okay we will talk to you guys (laughs) besides emotionally scarring my child for life we will talk to you guys next week bye bye thanks for sticking it in me I don't really Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full on rage induced rants are also welcome.
3: we should do it again. When you put your hand on it, even though I hadn't planned on it. Stuck it in me, stuck it in me. Stuck it in me, you stuck, stuck, stuck it in me. Stuck it in me, stuck it in me. stuck it in me like an orange cream pie. I don't even like Chinese food, but I do not wanna be rude. And my fortune
2: cookie said let him see in you. In. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.